Anyway, let's jump into the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of Board State. We've made it seven weeks in a row now, uh, fresh off of our monthly Monday Mayhem casting together. Uh, Tam and I ran that event yesterday as the casters for Chris Bromley, but today we're going to kind of run over that event. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We've got some tier list discussion. Tam did his on Twitch a couple days ago. Like Sunday? Yeah, something like that. And then I think I went live like Sunday at four in the morning or Monday at four in the morning because I couldn't sleep. And then Phil Birch got mad at me because he said I lied to him. He said, I, he said, you're going to bed. And then he started streaming. So, um, mm-hmm. how are you doing, Sam? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling, feeling great, truthfully. Um, yeah, just, get wings. Uh, I did get wings at the slowest wing stop of all time. Actually, actually losing my mind at how slow this wing stop was. Um. Yeah, it was annoying. It was annoying to say the least. So, I'm very hungry. I'm gonna as soon as this ends, I think I'm gonna go heat some some Dino Nuggies up in the air fryer. You know, real adult <laughs> food. I don't even know if we have Dino Nuggies. If we have regular Nuggies, I'm not eating Nuggies. So that makes sense. That's a, that's a fair I, argument. Uh, <laughs> uh, that makes sense to me. How was your weekend, my hero been? It was good. I went to a new locals. Well, not new. I've been there before, but I went over to Mobile, Alabama, played at Gamers and Geeks. Some of your viewers, I know um, Symbiotic Carnage and Crazy Jimmy or Carzy Jimmy. Uh, are, 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 I've called him Crazy every time. It might be Carzy. I don't know. If he's here, he'll chat. But uh, we've uh, uh, they're from that locals. And the last time I went to that locals, they were all like super sweaty tryhards. That was like the Brad Townsley, Corey Aguiard locals, right? Yeah. This time I, w- I brought one deck and I was like, well, if we're going to be tryhards, I'm going to test for the upcoming events. And I showed up and they went, yeah, we have nine people who've been playing for less than six weeks. Oh. And so I played Ojiro <laughs> 2 and played exactly 76 minutes of my hero across four rounds because it was not very fair. Um, I felt very, very bad because I thought I was showing up to like a super tryhard. Let's get ready for regionals locals. And there was like four or five of those players there, but for the most part, it was a bunch of new players who were who were getting into the game. So it was a uh, it was a little bit rough for them. I did not apologize. I never apologize when I do something like that. I just kind of explain, yeah, this is kind of what this deck does, and 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 so that's kind of how my weekend down. went. Yeah, but I did get like fifty dollars in store credit or forty dollars in store credit, and I bought some Funko Pops. So you know, hell yeah, yeah, um, that's tight. That's tight. I have uh I have started doing um gotta make sure I'm on the right spot here. Yes. Uh, I've started doing uh my set four matches. Uh, I gotta put together a deck tonight to play tomorrow in the webcam Wednesday. I um uh I played Moonfish at Unfun Friday this past week, and truthfully, it was a lot of fun. It did silly silly dumb five there's seven hand size aggro stuff it was mm-hmm. it was fun to do uh man not a not a tam deck <laughs> i would rather not play any other seven hand size aggro deck uh of all time uh yeah it was super super annoying uh yeah not it, 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 like it was it was tolerable right i couldn't mm-hmm. imagine myself playing more than a local with it um but yeah i got the deck list over on patreon and like a small small recap of the tournament it was fun oh cool. yeah and we played we played on your stream we played on your stream uh, during that event because you needed a round two opponent because you had the buy. Right, because I had the buy. Because yeah. no more forced me to have the buy. And 
How cringe and, we, and lame. We played a <laughs> we played a fun match when we played with characters who were not who were from like not set three, two, one or whatever. We played Shigaraki three versus Moonfish, and like you kind of high rolled me a little bit. I was thinking about it. And I was like, man, you probably got two of your ten best games out of a hundred against me, where you yeah. built seven game one and built six game three. So, uh, um, uh, and those, but those matches were still fun. I just like I could understand. Oh, that was the high roll. Like that was your ten percent, or right? Like you get the ten percent of the time you get that. You just happen to have to roll two of them. Uh, and then we pulled out again Ojiro two, and uh, then we played seven play. games in sixteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was not close. What do you do? Yeah, so what do you do? But uh other than that, do you want to talk about the MMM a little bit before we jump into our, our main topic? Yeah, it was fun. It was a uh, it was fun. Big shout outs to Unvun Stuff for hosting. Big shout outs to um Oh, I have to turn that down. Boop. Uh big shout outs to um uh big shout outs to everybody uh that played. Big shout outs to Chris Bromley for hosting, big shout outs to Jasco for the opportunity. Uh it was it was a blast. It was it was incredibly, incredibly fun. Yeah, there uh, weren't any lots uh, of unique characters except for Moonfish. Somebody saw me play on, on Friday and was like, "That's not gonna be me." No shot. <laughs> it's crazy. The only red character not registered was Moonfish. Uh, we saw we so somehow you and I like. I know you wanted to get a muscular on stream, but we kind of had people we wanted to get on stream in particular. Round one, we really wanted to put Levi on stream, but his opponent wasn't comfortable with it, and because I had them muted and deafened, I didn't hear that. Uh, yeah. And so finally, when I asked, Levi was like, oh, yeah, he doesn't want to be on stream. So I had to panic and go to two people I knew would be on stream. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that uh, that Constantine and Will would be willing to be on stream. And then round right. two, I also knew that we wanted Levi. And then Levi got paired to somebody that I knew would want to be on stream. So we jumped over to Levi. And then round three, we got like two HLC competitors playing off for 125 bucks. So like, how are we going to say no to that one? Right. Like, correct. So we somehow yeah. dodged muscular the whole time. Uh, he he did put two into the top eight though, it, which is imp I mean, the question the question of that is is do you think that's uh, uh, just stats based on the fact that he was the most represented deck at twelve? Like like what what are your what are I your thoughts on that? It's a little uh -huh. bit of him being like most represented. I also heard of a couple people who like picked the character in with the with the time rules in mind, mm. like knowing that hey, if I win game one, um and I lose game two, I will almost always win game three just by revealing characters, right? Um, right. I, I know of one match in particular where time was called as they were shuffling for game three, so the match immediately ends because Muscular had 36 health. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. They were shuffling for game three, time gets called, and the Muscular player was like, oh, well, I have 36, you have 27. As much as that's... As much as that is a quote-unquote lame rule that Jasko has Im implemented, I cannot blame a single competitor for making that decision. No. Of because like like everybody read the rules, everybody knew the rules. There was no petition made of everybody be everybody be chill. <laughs> so like I think that that is completely and totally chill. I, I think it's totally totally fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else did we have? We had two Shigarakis, one on evil, one on death. We had Jose Nerono and then. I want to say his name was Corey Nelson, who we had on stream playing the evil deck where he had just like all the tongue whips in the world. Um, we had an Innsmouth. We had a two Kurogiri twos on air. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. And then what was the eighth character? There was a. Oh, good look. Yeah. I don't remember the eighth character, but yeah, we had a, we had two oh, Kurogiri twos on, on air. <laughs> I yeah. can't look on that. <laughs> You're good. I got to go to a different discord. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh... 
Um, Chaos Dobby? Chaos Dobby. One Chaos Dobby? Uh, we had two Chaos Dobbies. So was there only one muscular then? Uh, Correct. Okay, one muscular. From, what I, from this is. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, one muscular. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I had that off a little bit. Brent. One muscular. Brent, yeah. yeah. Trevor Carter and Keenan Meadows, both with Chaos Dobby 2. Um, interesting. Interesting, yeah. interesting. It was a cool event, kind of though. It makes I... me ask the question of, like, are are all these Chaos characters, uh, Chaos Fire characters, just, like, should they just be playing Fire if, or should they just be playing Chaos um, if, if, it, if the, like, it's just better? I think know? we kind of came to that conclusion, too, though, right? Like, we all started with Fire, Dobby, and, and I kind of brought that up on, on the, when we were casting, that all of us... At unfun stuff, we started with fire Dobby, and then everyone went, "Damn, you really can't pass your checks unless you draw double twisting." But on chaos, you get to play like first day of class and double jab pummel. And so the one major weakness for Dobby's like really lethal turn two is he legitimately, if he doesn't have twisting, he doesn't pass his checks super easily. Um, sure. And so we saw most of the chaos decks doing the double jab pummel plus uh, first day of class thing to kind of like smooth out their turns. So. I don't know if we saw any Dark Shadow Ruins. I saw a lot of Summon Dark Shadows, but I didn't go through the list. I don't know if we saw a bunch of Summon summon Dark Shadows. I know we saw Ruins in the Dobby decks because they have, like, feeling cute and easily excited to give it speed. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, uh, I was, like, really impressed by the Evil Shigaraki deck. I, I definitely, like, wrote that symbol off as the character. Granted, he did draw a lot of Tongue Whips, and that's, like, the best card on the Evil symbol. Probably the best card on the Water symbol. It's probably the second best card on the Life symbol. <laughs> yeah so i think so, that's completely and totally fair <laughs> uh and then but he was doing cool things with like um forced quirk activation and, and like cards that i had just kind of written off and like written off the symbol and the character completely um but yeah uh if you guys you know if you're watching this uh, youtube or we did get this put up onto an rss feed i'm about to like pay for the rss feed so that i can upload more than one video a week because i'm annoyed um uh, or more than one mm -hmm. podcast a week so that i can catch up and then cancel the subscription and then do one a week. Um, but but if you're there, just like let us know if you played in the event, what you played, how it went, how your experience was. Uh, my locals all lost in round one, I believe. So they didn't... Oh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, they didn't have the coolest event. Um, one of them had a camera freeze. The other kind of got a little unlucky. So uh, did you have any locals or friends play, Tan? Outside of like Jose? Uh, oh, a couple people from Twitch chat. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm just it was, it was cool. A lot of a lot of I saw a lot of people who, who I honestly I didn't recognize, which mm -hmm. was I think was cool. Um, a lot of people jumping in, and I don't know if that's like they've been in the game and they're just like I just don't recognize or or so on and so forth. You know, uh, I think the only big surprise from last week's like last week was the first locals with set four. The only big surprise was like Wesley Bittner really running it down in two straight events, six and zero oh with ends mouth right. Like that was the big shock. Um, I I mean. It's it was under water or evil, water water both times. water, okay. Uh, that character is just Midoriya too, yeah, right? Very similar, yeah. Like it, it's it's Midoriya too, but instead of plus one to this move, it's plus one to every move, and so like it's plus one plus three, then plus two plus three, then plus three plus three, and then any other moves that you have. So like, not to mention he can clear your card pool selectively, commit one of your one of your pieces. So like, that's that's good. <laughs> that's just yeah. a good thing to have happened. Yeah. Uh, the, the last thing I have about MMM, and I, because I think this isn't a full podcast topic, but I think it's something that we could we could eat away with for like five minutes. I didn't really tell you about this. I just thought about it here on the spot. 
sure. you could pick a single MMM format, what would you pick? Because this one was set four characters are the only old characters. What would you? What would be your, your choice? I don't think this could fill a whole podcast, but I think we can do like five minutes and then jump into our main topic. You ready? Yeah. I want stacking characters. I okay. think we have enough now to to show showcase and see if stacking characters are actually a problem. Um, we have these super cool DLCs coming out um, that do like really interesting things of like my eraser heads don't count or whatever and whatnot. Um, obviously, your hand size and your health doesn't increase, but. Um, like imagine having you know Midoriya one, two, and three on on board. That makes Midoriya threes once per game like really, really solid. But you still have to play all those characters on a six. There is no gauge mechanic from from standard. Mm. You just have to you have to play them for real. Unless you get to deadlock with the twice card, yeah, right, which slams one into your into your stage. Which at that point, like, you know, don't play against twice, um, <laughs> or, or don't go don't go to deadlock, right. Um, I think that I think that like the idea of stacking characters is like really really cool. Uh, I've always liked stacking characters even before the gauge mechanic came out. Just like putting a one x of a cool character inside of your deck of like it, it's like it's almost like an asset, but like stronger than asset. You know, um, I think I think that that's that's a really cool uh, yeah. uh, way to see like you could even like maybe like set five. You could maybe change the rules and be like, if this isn't a problem, well, people go buck wild, you know? Sure, yeah. I, I have two. I have two. It's actually funny. Someone in Twitch chat just kind of brought up one, one of mine. I would like to see an event where we just increase the deck size to what standard is. Just don't Six let these 50 card. Yeah, don't, like, I don't think it changes a ton of things. But there was a mm -hmm. lot of, like, when I was coming through the list, a lot of real lean 50-card aggro lists at this event. And that's kind of been the way to play, like, aggressive decks in general is try to get as close to 50 and as close to consistent as possible. Um, I think that could be like a, a decent like side rule. I'd love to see an event where anything from set one is banned. Wow. Set two, I, three, four. Set two, three, only? four. Remove mm. set one. One of my locals, I brought this up with one of my locals, and he was like, oh, I'm just worried about Ojiro 2 then. Ojiro 2 loses Harden Jab, Harden Chop, Texas Smash, Missouri Smash. Uh, he also loses all of the really good zeros. Uh, he loses uh, just a ton of stuff. So, I like, yeah, he's probably the go-to aggro character. He, but he has to adapt, and he doesn't get to play the all of the moves that he was playing that are resetting foundations and let him kind of laugh at progressive difficulty because, well, if I hit you with this, I build a foundation, or this one picks up a, a committed foundation. Um, yeah. He learn, yeah. he loses learning the standards, which is like his best defense right now. They're main, you know, Most Odros are maining two or three and going, I have 28 health and I built a learning the standards. Can you kill me? Learning the standards is a set two card. It's a set one quirk pack. Learning right? the standards? Learning no. the standards is set, set two? Let's set two card. Oh, it's set two. Never mind. Never mind. It is set yeah. two. I lied. I lied and I lied. Yeah. I, but um, but I, I definitely wanted to see a set one form, uh, a format where set one is gone. See what happens if we take away a lot of these just staple cards that have just not moved from the meta. Right. Um, and and kind of see where deck building goes. That includes characters. That includes the starter decks. So Midoriya won Bakugo, one starter decks. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that would be a really neat format to give a shot to, but that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. And the reason that's a really good segue for us is we're going to get into our tier lists, and mine is very doom and gloom. <laughs> and uh, so, so true, Tam and I true, are gonna true, are gonna true, compare true. tier lists a little bit tonight. That's going to be the main focus. Uh, I, I think that Tam is a bit more optimistic of a person. That's kind of our dynamic, right? Tam's Tam's tier list is. Got a lot more characters higher up in it, and I shoved a lot of characters in C and D tier. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that like there's there is gameplay in a lot of characters. Do you want to start with your list or my list? Well, so I want to do something real quick. We can we can do mine. I guess mm-hmm. let's do yours because yours yours has like two extra tiers in it, which aren't super relevant, but also it, it'll help people understand where my tier list came from, right? Because I sure. kind of used yours as inspiration for my content. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so here's here's my list. It's a little hard to like see the individual characters, but like this is the best that I could do, right? Um, and I'm down to get rid of the the last two tiers whenever we whenever we get there because like they're they're irrelevant. Uh, so in A we have uh, top tier, B is good tier, C is fun tier, D is bad tier. Then we have Eda two, which I'll explain, and then cyborg tier. So um, A being top tier means that you could easily see these being in a like like it makes sense. You're not surprised if you. See see them in a top eight to top 16 setting right go down to b tier you are not surprised to see them in a top 16 top 32 setting fun tier is see them in a top 32 top 64 bad tier is they didn't place um and then eta 2 i always put an eta 2 on here uh since set one um uh and the eta 2 tier is all of set one, I was like, this card sucks, this card stinks, he's bad, I can't believe it. And then I played with him, I played against him, and his glow-up was incredible. He was way—it's the, I was so incredibly wrong about this guy tier. Yeah. And so I always put an Eda 2 at the beginning and then an Eda 2 at the end of my of my things and explain that this Eda 2 tier for All Might 6 is, I think this guy sucks. I've heard a lot of people say this guy is better than what I think it is, and so I have to put him in this this idea of Eda two tier of like I hope he's better than than I want than than I expect him to be. I think this guy is very very bad. And then cyborg tier is just the idea of like if you're if this is the first tier list you ever look at seeing ever. What what are like what's this person's job right? And this this when it comes to thirteen and Monoma. I can't see myself ever wanting to mainboard these characters. They're obviously bad, but I think they're really solid in, in the sideboard. And so that's where their strength is. And so it's really hard to be like, this character sucks. But as a tenth of your sideboard slot, there are some things that, that 13 or Monoma could be doing to to make things like really, really good. Sure. You know? Cool. And so with that, I'm going to close off Eda 2 and sideboard. And I'll make my thing just a little, a wee bit bigger. Yeah, so right off the bat, do you have anything – I know you brought this up before the podcast, so I'm going to let you have a shot before I point it out. Anything yeah. that you might have misread from the DLC that yeah, you yes, want to change? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So uh, I I misread uh, uh, Todoroki 3. I thought, thought Todoroki 3 discarded the character card from his hand as opposed to discarding it from his stage. And so I thought you could discard a character card, commit and freeze their thing, and then – in, uh, indiscriminate shock any move um i still think the indiscriminate shock any move is very good but he would not be in my top tier he'd be he'd be somewhere else um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure sure um cool yeah i'm gonna kind of look so, at it real quick go ahead go yeah ahead. that's fair i was gonna tell you to ask me questions yeah right I, all right so uh, based and, off your and all these characters are are in order um, okay. uh, I, I try to do as many micro movements as I can. And that is, that is every character in an exact order from top to bottom. Um, obviously the heart, the further down it goes, the, the harder this is. Honestly, all of these are hard, right? Cause it's, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. incredibly subjective, but this is a, this is the list. 
So right off the bat, I think you you already knew based on your Twitch stream that night, the character I was going to come for first. Based mm-hmm. on your description, right, where C is like 32 through 64, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Inky Kaminari consistently finishes in the top 32 of every single event. He always is always has a win and end match. It's always you've casted events, right? And when you're when you're into that last round and you're trying to find a match, there's always a dinky one who was win the match, make top sixteen. Is Lose that the match from season three? Season three was Nats and Matt Crookshank was undefeated going into round seven. Okay, lost to Clinton Thomas. I want to say lost to Keenan and then lost his last lost his win and end round. Sure. Um. I know he was undefeated going up into his match against Clinton Thomas, which was round five or round six. So, I uh, I just think that this character has not gotten support since set two. And then he got, like, the last piece of support that he got was the uh ter- the asset, the terrain, the sports festival, to make sure that Space Shield doesn't touch him. And then the way to get stadium got banned. And so, like, this character has just fallen by the wayside of, like, he's just out of out of mind for me, at least me personally. I never yeah. think about Dinky at all, ever. Uh, I can see where you're coming from, but I think that there's, if you're wanting to do the Dinky game plan, just play Tokoyami. Sure. Right? That, but that, the thing is, is, like, I think in my list, I I definitely went, like, my, so so for, re- for, for reference, when we get to my list, my A tier was the characters that I think are going to consistently make up... 50% if not more of top 16s. Those are the characters I think that when you make a top 16, those are going to be the ones that are that are going to be um 50% plus if 50% at the bare minimum of your top top 16s. My B tier was those characters that are going to fight for those other eight spots. They're going to be one of each of them, maybe sometimes two. Uh maybe they're only fighting for six spots because the other seven characters, right, were were just that that prevalent of the event. My C tier was the I would be not surprised to find out that these characters were a winning in. I just don't think they can close that gap. I, I think that they're like a top 32. It wouldn't shock me immensely to see those characters make it into a, a top 16, but I would be a little surprised. My D tier was I would be floored to find out that that character made a top 16. I would absolutely, it would be the coolest. I would want to talk to that person. I would want to be like, yo, what happened? What did you do? Um, and so for me, Dinky falls perfectly into that. I think he's consistently always fighting for that one spot because there are like two or three people who just love the hell out of that character, right? Sure. I, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Matt Crookshank, I think one of the people like he he has played that character a lot. He's consistently putting himself in winning ends. You have uh, Jose Huskanga, who's out of, I think, Alabama, maybe Atlanta area. I think he's somewhere in the South who has also made two top cuts with Dinky. You have, have just so many people who are consistently into this character. Can I sidebar and, real fast? Yeah. I think it's so impressive how you can remember names and people and, and like, <laughs> like I, I think that's so, so cool as, like, a content creator. Because you know what I can't do? I barely remember, remember your name, Andre. Like, I just... <laughs> I, you barely I, remember that we started 7 p.m. on Tuesday every week. I, literally, I've never remembered. I've asked you every week. Is every it week. Is 7 or 7.30? I do hey. not know. Um, I, with that metric uh, and that idea... I guess I never personally, I never hear about, oh man, Dinky's almost there. And I haven't heard that since, since honestly, like, like Andrew Tate's run or Andrew Tate's, uh, Sam Tate's run. Yeah. Andrew Tate is now my hero all the way from Romania. Uh, Sam Tate's run in, uh, uh, in, in Florida. Right. Um, uh, and so 
like that's the last time I heard any anybody talk anything about Dinky ever. So I was I, just like, I think yeah. it's one of those things too, where like I I think because we had so few events in set three, right? The only person who I believe played Dinky at any event, there might have been two or three, but like Matt got really close. He was really bummed out. Like right. I, we talked, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I blew it. Like I was so close." Um, you know, it, it, it's it's impressive to see all of these like people who are really dedicated to the character because he just does something that's so unpredictable and yeah. like it's tough to fight him sometimes a dinky player goes like foundation 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 jolt and you go oh no right yeah. like yeah the game i just lost the game because he has four momentum and he's definitely got two sound waves to go get the third sound waves to go get the fourth sound waves to go get whatever he's going to kill me with um right. He, right, right. the thing is i will agree with you he does that thing worse than jiro probably does it um he does that thing worse than like for seven hand size aggro Tokoyami does it. But also for reference with my list, I kind of my A and B tier I have. I'm pretty happy with the order they're in my C mm -hmm. and D tier. I have grouped up a bunch of characters based on like, hey, I have a whole chunk of characters at the start of, D, of C tier that if the format slows down, I think they become actually insanely good decks. Or if changes are made to those the top seven characters, which I think are Ojiro, Tokoyami, Jiro, Eraserhead, Momo, Asui and All Might 3. Um, Am I seven and your seven the same? I think you have Shigaraki One, two, three. three. I've got Toga and Midnight yeah. in here. And I have Midnight in my B tier for what it's worth. I have her, I think, like fourth or fifth in B tier. Wow. Um, you just want a Scott Sunman video. I get it. <laughs> I, I, get it. I have her really you high jealous. Here's the thing, though. I don't think she's a character that like you can just pick up and run to a top 16. I think she's going to fight for those six slots that are left after the first seven characters take their claim. Um, and, and so I think she's good. I still think she's a good character. But yeah, for me, Dinky One is just like he fits the criteria of what you defined as your B tier, which was like top, sometimes top sixteen, usually in the top thirty-two. Um, I feel like at every time I look at a top thirty-two, there's a Dinky at like twenty-ninth place. Who, when you look and go, oh, they lost to this person who was the fifteenth seed. If they would have won against that person, they'd be the fifteenth seed. Can I ask about uh uh? I don't think it would be surprising. If Kirishima two made a list, made like a top cut, made a top cut. I would not. It would not surprise me. That character got got hit. I don't think that got, character got taken out back and shot like Kirishima one did. I think he did. That's just like that's kind of the difference here. Uh, in the few games I played with him, getting ready for, uh, getting ready for worlds. I grabbed the mm -hmm. deck, right? Cause it's a deck that got me the one point I needed to go to worlds. Um, right. and so I picked it up and after the errata, I tried it and I went, this is gross. You, you actually realized now that he doesn't have the twice per turn, how little defense that character was playing. He was just hoping that yeah. take ha and, and the issue now is that he doesn't get to do the crazy strings, the kick version that like aggressive kick version kind of died with the change because it doesn't get two free foundation resets. Mm -hmm. um he's way more in on jab and and slower attacks that he doesn't put speed on he gets one with nature right but he gets less cards per turn to see with one with nature he doesn't get to do play my whole hand destroy two foundations draw two cards um i i think that that is fine right i think that what they did was they took this very good in their eyes broken character and they they are not letting you play the same game plan anymore, right? So as somebody who did not play a lot of uh, 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 Kirishima 2, 
I am excited after I get done with my my tour of of set four, going back and being like, what is this? What does this guy look like when you actually have to play him like a, a fair character? Is he is he the 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 wet noodle that people think it is, or are are people just so used to playing with the toys that they have that they're just like, I don't want to try anymore because I used to be able to do unfair things, right? So, and that's, so- that's 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 where I'm at. I think that on I think the fire symbol is almost unplayable if you're not a seven hander right now. So that's so I'm, I'm thinking thinking of, of Kirishima too, right? I think sure. the fire symbol feels close to being almost unplayable if you're not a seven hander. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the all symbol. I just don't think it's particularly great right now. And then I think the earth symbol is hard gate kept by the existence of Ojiro too. Of like, why do this? We could do anything. Why else? would you ever play? I like when I talked about Midoriya too in my video, just like using him as an example to compare. I said Midoriya too is a great character. He's a more aggressive All Might three on the good symbol, right? He's All mm-hmm. Might three has aggro hands, but he's just a more aggressive All Might three on the good symbol. On yep. the Earth symbol, you should almost always just be Ojiro too. And then I was like, the life symbol's fine or whatever. A lot of characters I got to, and I was like, this would be a really cool Earth symbol character. But the existence of Ojiro too means you shouldn't do it. If you're competitively minded, right? What are you doing better than giving plus two, plus two, plus three, plus three onto all of your moves? Usually the answer is nothing. Yeah. Um, and so that is that is sort of like where I went with, with Kirishima 2 is right now, I don't think the all symbol is particularly great. I don't think you can play fire if you're not a seven-hander. And I don't think that as an earth six-hander, you could just be doing better things with Midoriya 2 and Ojiro 2. Um. I think Sato one kind of outpaces him as an earth six hander right now. Um, kind of, I'm just like looking through my list right now of everyone I have above him who has the earth symbol. Um, I would be you convinced. You have him all the way down in, in bad tier. Yes. Right? I think is he's where, unplayable. Yeah. D tier. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I don't think that he is as, as we look at mine, I think I have him all the way down at the bottom of good tier. Cause yeah. like, he's still just like, does he he still does this whole i only have to block i don't have to block a specific thing um readying one foundation drawing one card pocketing a move for uh, later is i think i still think like a good ability to have mm-hmm. right it's just not it's just not oh man i'm an eight hand size eight hand size character that does this and readies two i'm a seven hand size character that readies one so like play slightly differently and and yeah. make something happen um, you could even honestly like put him over in sideboard tier if you wanted to 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 have that idea of like oh I need to actually have just a little bit more defense that's not on board. I I, I think that's probably the thing that I disagree with you biggest on. Truthfully, sure. is just where Kiyoshima's at. Um, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I I was re- I I was like so- solidly into where I put Kiyoshima too. Um, I think at one point I even put him below Kiyoshima one, but that was mostly to 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 appease Phil in my chat. From uh, flaming me about Kirishima one, but um, <laughs> I, I I think I want to talk real quick about like your. So if you look at our like top tier versus my A and B tier, right? Your A tier versus my A B and A and B tier, they're yeah. almost identical. Like just like positioning, right? You have Tokoyami at one, I have Ojiro at one, but then mm-hmm. I have Tokoyami at two, you have Ojiro at two. I think that just yeah. comes from like what we've been doing with the decks, right? Question for you: What are you playing at a uh, OCE? Oh, I'm playing Ojiro, and you're playing Tokoyami. Right? I play Tokoyami. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I, I I think we both had Jiro hey, at three, right? Yeah, yeah. Our top three are the same. Um, yeah. The only thing I really have is like, I think right now it's really tough to want to be 
a lot of the characters you have so high up in this format, right? Compress is really cool, right? You have them all the way up in top tier. Compress is yeah. really cool, but he needs the game to slow down. This is less about where you put people and more about like the concept of like, I think one, I think you're just a generally more positive person. Your, your stream content is always like, you can play anything. It'll be great. You can take whatever you want outside of maybe a handful of characters to, to an event, sure. right? Mine is always, hey, competitively, there are like 10 real characters and there are like 30 you can play if you want to have fun and potentially spike an event. And then there yeah. are like 50 that are unplayable. Um, so like getting specific or, or like my thought process on on compress is literally as an air character, right? Um, if he hits you turn two, he can't miss turn three. Mm-hmm. Right, which is a big thing that the air symbol has a problem with is like its inconsistency of its hands. If I go jolt double jab slam you for for nine damage because you're disrespecting it if you whiff i block with an attack card slam it in my momentum i draw my six cards this next turn i get to go jolt double jab into whatever and it's like you can't take that over and over again i think that he made the air symbol really really consistent um i think his other two symbols are are significantly worse right i think they're cool but they're they're worse competitively you're still playing this air package, right? And so playing as compress, you're still playing specialized. Like you could literally just take like if you could if you could take the the nine or the ten card sideboard and just slam Jiro on top of it. You compressed in a Jiro, and now Jiro doesn't doesn't whiff, doesn't hit as hard, but doesn't whiff, right? Yeah, so like so I guess where it, I was so going like, with this, right? Yeah, go ahead. You, it, my, where I was going with it is like. I think of the the top characters where you and I are, are pretty identical on a lot of them, right? I put Toga down in B tier. I put Midnight down in B tier. But if you move Toga and Midnight, I think our lists are almost in the same order. Like, I think I had a racer up one, right? But if you move Toga and Midnight down to B, our top seven are the same seven characters, right? Yep. yep. Um, my thought process is, aren't those seven characters, I just feel like they are suffocating the format, in my opinion, competitively. I think right now the game has never been more fun to play as a casual game. Like at your locals, playing your cool locals deck. I think competitively, Ojiro suffocates the earth and all symbol. I think Tokoyami suffocates the chaos and fire symbol. I think Jiro suffocates the air symbol. I think Eraserhead is the best seven-hander on death and void. I think Momo is the life character you should be playing. Asui is the water character you should be playing. And All Might is the good character you should be playing. And that just eliminates... My, in my opinion, as a competitively minded player, you can play the things that are in B tier and you can most likely make a top cut. And once you make it a top cuts, your character doesn't matter as much anymore, right? You're playing a, a single round event to determine the winner. You're playing a best of a, a single elimination tournament, top, top 16. Yeah. Three rounds. That's all you got to get through. But to get to that three round tournament, shouldn't you just play the best character on your symbol? Shouldn't you just play the character who plays the package you want to play the best? Obviously, some people want to express their their. That's kind of like where the difference between my brain and someone else's brain will go. Some people just want to play with their favorite character. You just want to play Midoriya, Midoriya right? If they yeah. give you a really awesome Midoriya, you're gonna play Midoriya. Even if, you, yeah, but even if, even if, right? Like, my take on the tier list right now is it felt so abysmal to do because I was looking at the list and man, a lot of these characters I have in C tier are really cool. A lot of these characters I have in B tier should probably be in A tier. Right now, why would I do any of those things when I could just play one of these seven to nine characters? I wonder what Mega Money Monday looks like if you take and let the format live. Boom. It's un- it, The next one is just unlimited. There's no whatever, right? 
You just let it play. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, or even do it with this month, Mega Monday, Monday, right? Next next month, you are not allowed to play. Let's go see. Muscular You are not allowed mouth. to play yeah. Muscular Inns Mouth, uh, Shigaraki, and you can't play anything that top aided at that event, right? Mm-hmm. And then the following month, you say, hey, you can't play anything that top aided at this event. So whatever we have all 70s characters be, be top cuts, like – you can't play these. And then what starts coming out of the woodworks? What do people think they're allowed to play when you soft ban those characters? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I think what a really cool podcast topic would be too. I think you could realistically ban like 20 cards right now. They want to do, do a, it. Like we a ban list? Like a, like a heavy, heavy ass ban list? You joked about doing a, a like, let's do Jasko's job for them. And it was about like marketing yeah. and like making, making products. Yeah. We could, I, we could. I, yeah, Let's I legitimately job think, part one. <laughs> yeah, I legitimately think they're no. Nah, I think there's legitimately twenty between erratas and bands that you could do. They're not going to ban characters. Just not going to happen. So there, there are like twenty cards you could do easily that are that are basically. I have a couple that are just like negative play experience. I think that the cards existing makes for a bad format. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's that's just kind of like where I, my question for you though was kind of like, you have so many characters so up high here. Do you legitimately think that if you're gonna play the Earth symbol or or the good symbol, you should play Midoriya two as and he's equally as powerful as Odro two and All Might three? I I know you have him lower in the list, but you have him as like the same echelon of like he's gonna consistently be in top cuts. I think that he can. I, I do think that these characters I would not be surprised to see a top eight, top sixteen, right? Okay. If you if you told except for i guess todoroki right todoroki three if you told me that sarah got into if we had a top eight tournament and sarah got in i wouldn't be like holy shit hell yeah i'd be like okay that makes sense he got a lot of he got a lot of really cool tools um somebody somebody has cracked the code somebody found something right oh fourth kind got into got, got seventh place at this tournament oh yeah that makes sense yeah he probably had a good he had a good run and, and he he slammed a, a bunch of a bunch of dudes i think the order symbols cracked and and uh andrew's andrew's nuts oh tiger got in Man, I bet he made seven people miserable today. Uh, <laughs> right? Like like that that doesn't surprise me. I guess like the one character like you could say is just like like I've got Midoriya and Sato here that like are Sato has only been proven by Nick Reagan who keeps who keeps getting bopped out in the in the first round of of top 8s, right? Like I can't remember the last time he really pushed it through. I think Midoriya under his two symbols is a good character and i think people just aren't turning their brains off and just slamming him as if he's ojiro right? right um like you look at and i want to stroke my own dick too hard but like the th- stupid things that i'm doing with tetsu tetsu thrashing relentless barrage midoriya is just like messed up i think when you put plus one plus three on a valiant assault that drew you two cards as midoriya you discard one of the cringe cards to one of nature that card just kills you mm-hmm. like like i think that i think that he is a more aggressive all might and when and you just hard swap into all might when you feel you need to be defensive but I think this guy just like putting three damage on stuff. We have seen how effective it is as Ojiro, and this guy gets to just build into deadlock for free, right? He just gets yeah. to just like slam bonus bonus cards into stage. Like he picks them up out of his discard pile, which is cracked, right? Like building in extra, it can't be fixed or chivalrous or having a one of nature on board, blocking one of my opponent's moves, seeing that I checked a one of nature, commit a face down, build one of nature, and look at your opponent and go, "You better get the job done." I got twenty nine life. These 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 are gonna hurt, right? 
I think yeah. that he can do it. I think he can do it. But I, he's certainly not as consistent as Ojiro. Sure. But he's good. But he's good. So so I guess like my big thing, and 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 I know that we don't really like engage with chat too much, but I I just like to kind of explain a little bit more too. I think there are a ton of characters right now, Shigaraki 3 being one of them. If you like cut back over to my list, I have a whole group of characters, like I said, in the C tier that are just like, if the format slowed down just a couple notches, if I got to see turn four most of the time, those characters just like surge up as far as like my ranking would go, right? I, I would have those characters way higher. I think right now the format is way too hostile to play uh, to want to play a character who wants to see turn four. I think if you don't have a realistic game plan to know that most games are going to end on turn three and you can't, you just can't play those characters right now. I have a bunch of characters in the, in the C tier where like, it's like Kurogiri one, Mei Hatsume, Kurogiri two, Eraserhead three, Shoto one, Shoto three. I think all of those, I think Mei Hatsume becomes a solidly high B tier deck if the format just slowed, slowed the fuck down, <clears throat> just slowed down just a little bit. Um, you know, like I, I, I think that if if I would have an order character in my A tier, if the format slowed down and you could actually play a long game where your game plan was sculpt into that final smash, indiscriminate shock or or kicks or whatever. Right, kicks is a turn too slow right now. Kicks is just sure. a turn too slow. Sure. Um, it's probably why I'm really enjoying kicks on Kirigiri because he like. He tries to force that yeah. extra turn out of them, right? Yeah, so, so I, I think everything you're making, everything you're saying, is making sense to me, right? Yeah. I, I, I guess like me and my my dumb optimism is like I think that <laughs> there, I think that there's there's there are things that these characters get to do on these symbols that are just unique enough to them that makes them viable. It mm-hmm. just makes them makes them viable. Um, yeah, and also like. I also, I, I one thing I want to point out, you and I both put Dobby 1 in our B tier, and I promise you it's because we said one person decided to make Dobby 1 their deck, yeah. right? Like, he just, some one person was like, Dobby 1's going to be my deck. Also, Mike Lowe, even, uh, that was the deck he was playing. He played in one regional, was winning into make top 16. That last regional of season two, the online mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah. So, like, um, uh, it's not to say that you can't have success on, on the characters who are not in in Tam's A or B tier or my A or B tier, or even my, you know, the t- characters that are in, in, in my C tier. It's just that like, you have to try way harder. And that's kind of where my yeah. tier list came from. Was there, yeah, yeah, yeah. was there anyone for you that like, it pained you to put them where you put them? Like you were up, like you were like, I have to accept that this character goes here, whether it was because you had to put them higher than you wanted or lower than you wanted. Let me, let me look at my list. Cause I have one that really like, I, I was really upset to put them where I did. And I think I still put them a little too high for the current format. You share yours as I'm looking. I put Shigaraki 3 as like, if you look at it, like my 14th best character in the game or something. I just think the format is way too hostile for him. And I think he's not as good at being an aggro character as other characters are. He's an aggro character if you want him to be and he needs to be. I love that guy. I think he should just be slightly lower in B tier than where I put him. But I wanted to slam him right up there with like Eraser Head and, and where you have him, right? I wanted him to, you didn't have him at the top of A tier, but I want him to be there. Um, yeah. I've done a ton of testing on that guy, right? I have him, it looks like I have him 15th, right? I have him because I have 7, 14, 15. But like for me, I just feel like he that might be a fine spot, but like I wanted him to go higher after all the testing I did. 
And the testing I came out, came out like the conclusion I came to was, damn, this format's so just wildly aggressive and like it's so hard to stay alive. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's super super true. Uh, if you look at the top top decks that exist, there's only two quote unquote defensive decks, and they are they give minus two speed on every single move and breaker and either breaker on every move or build foundations to to like do stuff and like like the slow methodical the 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 two characters are Eraserhead and Momo. And Momo finds the kill card when she needs it, and Eraser says, "You don't have your broken ass aggressive character when you when you want it." And so, like, yeah, it totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I guess, like, as I'm looking in, I might, this might just be, like, you know, me still punishing the character for how I did in Vegas. Todoroki 2, um, I can't believe that I went into that event thinking that he was as good as he is. And then, like, every every time that I've I've played or played against him, it was just like, man, this guy, I, I my, my Im- unbelievable rose-colored, rose-tinted glasses, like, are just shattered off of my face every time I look at this guy. But at the same time, as soon as he grabs control of the game, it's really hard to to, to mess with him, you know? So, you want to do a fun thought experiment that I do every time one of my locals gets really excited about Shoto 2? Yeah. I'm going to describe a card. I've got a, a universe's card that Shoto 2 can sure. legally play in his deck in my hand, okay? All right, hit me. I'm going to describe it to you as if Todoroki 2 can play it. Sure. It's a four diff, the one low block. Already, already off to a good start. Broken. It's a six low for six. That says lose two health. This attack gets plus two speed or plus two damage. I'm in. Right. Yeah. That's a broken card. That's an eight low for six. A six low for eight. Right on a four diff. The issue that Todoroki two has is it's really tough to think of him outside of the context of, well, I get to do this to one of my moves each time. Yeah. I get to give one stun too. As soon as you remember that, oh, he really is. I get two abilities per turn. Mm-hmm. Then it comes crashing down to earth that maybe a character does this later. I'm talking about Hellflame Stomp, which is already a good card. It was just the first card on my desk that he could play. Um, sure. But like that's already a pretty good card. Shoto 2 makes it absurd because yeah. he just gives any move plus two plus two. He gives a ranged move stun two. Um, so when I start describing you know, an indiscriminate shock that's got stun three and is a five low for seven on a five diff that says... Hey, I'm gonna get a damage while you're committed. It's actually a five low for ten base. Um, yeah, you're like, holy smokes, that's nuts. That's where Shoto yeah. 2's issue is. I think for me is like whenever you build your deck for Shoto two, you only ever think about getting to do the cool thing to all of your moves, not what happens after you do the cool thing. Right. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I completely and totally agree with you. There, there's so many times with Shoto that you're just like, nice, I did it, and now I want to do that same thing here, which is why like. Things like Frozen Slash is so cool with that character, right? Because yeah. it lets you pass the savings along. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you were in my chat and you were talking shit on like Denki Two, which by association is talking on All for One and Shigaraki Two. Yes. Do you think that this this idea of free momentum, momentum, whatever, um, is is still iffy and do you think like this idea of like these chaos decks because they're they're also one that like as soon as i put them i put i snapped them into to b tier and then i started putting things up and above them right i started to be like oh no these are getting very low on my on my b list um i know that we have a platform and we keep saying that as as blaster says in the chat momentum is canceled i do you think that people are actually going to be taking momentum hate that seriously 
when it comes to events? I think anyone who is doing serious testing is. If you're doing a ton of serious testing, getting ready, like I'm talking like you're meeting up more than your normal locals time, you're getting on online, you're realizing you just can't have decks have momentum right now. Um, and it's so easy to just have to grab really, really, really easy momentum hate on most symbols. Now, there are a few that are lacking, like the Earth symbol doesn't get to do a ton of it. Um, it actually has to work a little bit for its momentum hate. It's like prehensile tail and karate chop. Uh, I guess it has instant yeah. shining flash as well. If you if you if you're like not dedicated to punches. Um, so for me, like specifically, like with all for one, I put all for one as he's a really cool character. The format's too fast for him. That's why he's where he's at. He's like a cool. He has a cool gimmick about like doing a thing, but his defense requires a momentum. And I just can't imagine a world where like against the death symbol, which you and I both ranked very highly, you're not allowed yeah. to have momentum against the death symbol. The death symbol eats momentum on accident. Like it just playing its natural yeah. game is just like, oh, you don't you don't get to have that. Um, I, I will say, how much have you played as all for one? I played a little bit, like I, I, not a ton. I, I know that. I think that commit discard a momentum wall cling is such a panic button that I never, ever, ever felt I needed, wanted to use, I, right? But his momentum, his momentum uh, defense is things like deco duplicate, right? Yeah. Which is scary, right? To to have that stripped away from you. But on face, it's eh. yeah. So so I think I think like I think momentum hate is going to be a big deal, and I think that like the first time you build a deck and you play against one of these decks that has decoy duplicate or cheerleader or is all for one or is all might six or you know is is a is a Jiro and you go oh I didn't put momentum hate in my deck, it's not in my sideboard, it's not in my main deck. You're gonna lose that match. We've yeah. made momentum so powerful in this form in this set specifically. Mm -hmm. Right, you're gonna play against an evil character who's gonna get a momentum against you. We've and we said evil symbols the worst symbol in the game, and they're gonna slam a decaying palm slam. And you're gonna go, oh, I should have, I should have put momentum hate in my deck. I should not have let him have that or them well, them have that. Um, so for me, so with those three characters specifically, I think Dinky Two is is just not a good character. I, I I'm just I'm not a believer in that character. I know that he gets to have momentum repeatedly, so you have to have a lot of momentum hate against him, and yeah. that's that's fine. Um, I just don't think he's particularly great. He has 25 health and and the format's just, it's like so unforgiving to be a 625 right now. Um, I think Shigaraki 2 is is in my like seven handers that if the other seven handers get touched, right? If we do something to Tokoyami, sure. um, if we, if you know, he might sneak up in there. If we do something to Eraser Head, which I don't think we need to do anything to Eraser Head. I don't think he's that good, but I'm saying like for his symbols, right? Like, yeah. um, and then All for One, I think is a really, really cool, powerful deck. And that's why he's in my tier of like, I would be mildly shocked to find out a top 16, but it wouldn't blow me away. Right. It would be like, a, Oh, okay. I didn't see that coming, but I, but I can get it. I get how it happened. Right. That's what my C tier is. My C tier is, oh. it, it would shock me a little bit. Right. Sure. So, um, I don't know, man, I, I haven't put any pen to paper, but I, th I really think that, that Shiggy two BSP decks are very real. Because mm -hmm. um, he just slams the momentum off the top, and he just like there's sometimes a Shigaraki two where I've I'm just chilling on six momentum and I don't know what to do with it. I think playing a six diff that floods my stage and gives me a bunch of damage and like like just does the damn thing like might be might be just good enough. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, that's a chaos deck, and I don't know I'm not just playing Tokoyami. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything that really stands out to me on your on yours that's like similar to that. Right? Do I think you think so lowly of? But like mostly. There's not. I I I have like just like I think you're really high on some characters that I that I don't particularly like believe a ton in. Um such as? 
just like in your like you have characters in your B that I think are solidly C, right? Like I think um going through your list, I think like all for one eraser had two, um, Cementos, Smash My Uabami, Hoga two, Kuragiri two, Mei Hatsume. Basically everything you have after your top row, right? With a, with a few exceptions, right? I think Ochako one's good. I think Shoto two is good. I think I think In's mouth is pretty good. Um, you know, like like you, I think you, like I said, like to to kind of go back to like our branding in general. You're a bit more optimistic than me, so you have a lot of characters a little bit higher. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, I, you have a lot of characters like I, that I would just consider being like too slow for the current format as far as competitive play goes. Um, you know, I, you have, oh, sorry, you have Kamui Woods extremely high. If you have your list in order, you have him so high up there. Yeah. I just think the people who like that character have stopped playing him. And that's why I had him lower. Uh, at the same time, like, like the idea of this is, uh, like potential, right? Yeah. You have, so for what, for, he has him like as the fourth best character in B tier. And I think I have him as like the third worst character in B tier, which, and there's like a pretty good big gulf there. Um, and my and I only even put him there because of people like Carson Panos, Jose Nerono, Keenan Meadows, who like really liked the character and really put time in on it. You know, yeah. he, uh, 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 Jose has a top under every symbol for that character. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, at a provisional or higher level event, Jose has a top with every single one of those symbols: uh, earth, air, and water. Um, what a yeah, um, you know, Keenan had that good run where uh, started as Abara, realized, oh wait, I should just be Kamui. Um, for what he was trying to do. And then Carson Panos had a couple of events where he like top 16 or like was winning in to make top 16 with, with water Kamui. So um, I think Kamui has this, uh, the same tiger energy that I really respect of like, it's very hard to do math versus, versus Kamui. It's very hard to look at your hand and go, I have 20 damage in my hand. Uh, that can easily fall down to I have seven damage in my hand, except incredibly, incredibly fast. Um, and so, like, I put a lot of respect on that. At the same time, his offense is like he has one extra foundation if he decides not to pump his stats. Just like for every attack that he plays, if you're blocking stuff or partial blocking or whatever, like I think there's just a lot of lot of neat tricks that Kamui's yeah. allowed to do. But at the same time, he has. Uh, the, the, when we look at your list, right? Yeah. He's worse than Asui list, on the water symbol. In my he's opinion. worse than Asui. He's worse than uh Jiro. He's worse than Ochiro. Yeah. So like, there's his three symbols. Why do the thing? Why yeah. do it? Right. Yeah. Um. You know what? I or less I, consistent. Right. Yeah. I don't want to say worse. He's less consistent at least. You know what else I'm really happy about in our list? Hmm. We both came to a solid conclusion on who the worst character in the game is. <laughs> oh yeah it's present mike one is it, is it present mike one? not to get into it too much i just kind of noticed it when you went back over to, when i looked over at yours i was like oh yeah present mike one is the worst character in the game uh the yeah. only other thing i want to talk about because we, we're, we're going to wrap up here shortly in the next in the next like 10 minutes or so um where would you put if i told you you couldn't have a sideboard tier where oh, where are would you I putting put these, these 13 three? and monoma yeah 13 oh, they're just a bad tier okay i could maybe see monoma being at the very bottom of like fun tier um but I think it really, really depends on what your day looks like, right? It is so. So looking at Monoma versus the your. Let's go look at your top seven, right? 
I think Monoma is surprisingly good versus Ojiro. Because he has Student of the Arts in his deck. They are his foundation that says when you have Student of the Art, I have Student of the Art. Yeah, sure. And so I'll steal your Student of the Art, and then I'll pop off on you and and accidentally kill you in the same way that you kill me, but I get plus one damage, right? Um, Tokoyami, abysmal, unplayable matchup. Jiro, abysmal, unplayable matchup. Eraserhead, you have to play the all symbol in order to make this work, and you have to, like, mainboard one erase, sideboard others. Uh, Momo. You have to mainboard some sort of weapon in order to get the full use of your character. Asui. Asui works because you can make things ranged, right? Yeah. That's tight. All my works, you can make these ranged. So, like, half of that top seven cast, you have a – you become a technically better version of their deck, right? Um, I guess versus Asui, you don't because you're a seven hands size character and you have to dedicate it to making it ranged or kick to, you know, discard them. But, like, there's things that you could be doing – against those matchups that are cool. And then he accidentally dumps on just a bunch of other every five-hander in the game, right? Monoma as fourth kind is cracked. Monoma and as Nomu is cracked. Ask Phil Birch how that went for him. As Monoma versus fourth Ask kind? Ask Travis, yeah. At Origins, when they when they both went into that character and then they lost in three turns and went, that was bad. Hmm. If you, especially if you're, changing from a, if, you, if you're changing from a seven-hander into Monoma, it's bad. Just because, like, blocking... You don't get to build as much. You you actually have to make a conscious decision when you get to go from 5 to 10, and you don't get to do that as a 6-hander as easily. Hmm. Um, I, I That's a matchup as a 4th kind player. Whenever someone goes from a 7-hander into Monoma, I go, hell yeah. If you go from a 6-hander into Monoma, I go, okay, well, like, if my matchup into your deck was already bad, that kind of sucks. Um, sure. If you go into a 5-hander into Monoma, it's similar, where I'm like, oh, okay, if my matchup was kind of bad, it kind of sucks. If you're specifically yeah. going from 7 into 6... Like Toga one into Monoma as fourth kind. I'm like rubbing my hands together like like Birdman. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's so. fair. I just I just think that like he accidentally has moves, right? Yeah. And the only Monoma that I've ever fought in like a constructed tournament, I was Cementos. Oh. And I was just like, I don't know what to do. I I, I feel like I'm not allowed to switch into to pre eradicate Kirishima 2 here. Like, I just have to, like, try and play a better game. But, like, you always race me on my hand size. And so, like, that's, like, the real experience that I had. And that guy was cracked at Monoma stuff. He was absolutely yeah. nuts with it, right? Cool. He made that his character. He had – it was so sick. He had a uh, – he had an alternate art uh, character card. So he had regular Monoma on the front. And then when he transformed into you, he flipped his whole card over. And it was like a manga panel of, like, Monoma, like, doing a pose and whatever. <laughs> of, like, I'm now, I'm now you. Very cool. Very, That's very funny. cool. That's very cool. Yeah, so um, – And 13 is just in, in D tier because yeah. bad. Well, yeah, I mean, like I, the reason I was at, because I, 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 I took that tier away mostly because I, I wanted to give the idea of like if I was watching this video and I wanted to know how good is 13, well, I think she's a D tier character as well. How good is Monoma? I think he's at the top end of D tier. He is like the one that like I almost put as my worst C tier character. Him, Tokoyami 2, and Stain, Stain, like those four I fought with where I was like, maybe they should be like the bottom of C tier, but then I was like, nah. I'd rather be like more conclusive and put them where I like my first thought went to. Um, it it is funny to kind of look at our list a little bit just because of like what you did with D tier and and kind of. Uh, um, I only have three seven hand size characters in my D tier, and I think they are just the three worst seven hand size characters in the game. And I was looking towards yours, and I believe like 
considering that your C tier would sort of still be my D tier a little bit, you have a lot more than me. And that's the only thing that I also noticed was like, you have, oh God, you have Stain, Chu, you have uh, Snipe, you have Present Mike 2, you have Momo 2, you have Moonfish. Um, I, I believe you also have uh, have uh, Mina 1, Shoto 1. Um, for me, that partly part of that. Mina 1 in C tier. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I'm saying your C tier would be like where I would, like based on kind of how we've talked and like the breakdown, if you became me for one day, I feel like your C tier might become like your low, low C tier and your, or your D tier. Sure. Right. Like if you took on my mindset for, for, with, with your ideas, right. Um, it's just I interesting to me because that it's a fallacy to say that you have seven hand size. You're a good character. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree with that concept, but I think a lot of the seven handers in this game just kind of get hidden behind the, the really good seven handers, like the ones that are just like, a problem Asui and Tokoyami and stuff like I don't know maybe maybe Dave Wagner got to me back in like October of 2022 when he went on his present like two ramp but like character puts damage on the moves as a seven hander has one really strong defensive ability if you can find more defense right the format's just so you can't have 17 health and play this format it's just not not possible but like if we slowed down a turn or two character becomes like a pretty real threat as a seven hander who has like a pretty aggressive game plan with solid defense sure um so that, that's that I just noticed that, that like I have a lot of seven handers that I think are just being held down by the fact that we've only been allowed to play two seven handers since set one, uh, and that's Asui and Tokoyami and a little bit of Dinky right when Dinky was like more prevalent in set one and two. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I just think there's a handful I mean, of seven Toga handers that existed, are, right? Yeah, like, Toga came in. Toga came in, but she also came in on like two. I'm not going to count the evil symbol, but she came in on two symbols that didn't really have a seven hander. Like, Eraserhead wasn't considered a death character until set three. Sure. Right? Devin Bernier, eat his heart out, was trying his best, right? But, like, he wasn't really a yeah. death character wildly accepted by the community until set three. Also wasn't playing competitively. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'm trying to look and see if there's any other seven-handers that, like, have fallen or whatnot. The answer is no. Yeah, yeah. everything's, like, everything really is six-hand size, huh? There are just what two are the seven handers in set one. Uh, Tokoyami, Toga. Um, set one, set one, set one. Yeah, set one. Or, Tokoyami, Tokoyami, uh, Tokoyami uh, Asui, Asui, Eraserhead. All three of those are both in our A tier. Okay. Uh, Dinky one, who I had in high B tier, you had in C tier. And then Shoto. And then Shoto, who I had in high, like C tier, if the format slows down. And that bunch of like, if the format slowed down, and you had him in C tier as well. He lost Crone Frog, and I think that was a massive hit for him. Yeah. In order to like play him not as the world's lamest throw character. Yeah. Right. Uh, what else did the Plus Ultra Kid have? One? It had Mount Lady. Uh, no, it didn't. Uh, it had Ojo One. All Might. All Might. Yeah, so. Kamui and Ida oh, Two. Kamui was a quirk pack, so he's also a seven hander. So yeah. yeah, if you but if you look at like since then, the only seven hander we've gotten who's been like truly impactful has been like Toga One, right? Yeah. Like Kurogiri one has one Kurogiri. random top cut oh, and Kurogiri goes in. Technically, is a set one character too. Yeah, but he also he also gets put into every sideboard of Eraserhead decks, and then they go, "Yeah, I don't want to do this. I'll just stay as Eraserhead." Yeah. So. Uobami had a moment in six set hander. three. I He's always think that character is a seven hander. Six twenty-five. Always think that character is a six hander. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. 
realistically, that's why I also brought up the the next MMM should just ban set one because if you look at our top tier, uh, in mine, which is smaller, you would lose six of the seven characters. In yours, you would lose one, two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of your like fourteen or fifteen mm-hmm. would go away if you remove set one from the game. And that's yeah. been kind of like the general consensus for a lot of people is that set one is still suffocating. And obviously we made these, I said a bunch of times during mine and I'm sure you did too. I would love to be wrong. A lot of characters I put in C and D tier, I'd love to be wrong. I think I preface my video by saying, I'm going to put stuff in C and D tier and I want to be wrong because I think so many of the characters I'm putting in C and D tier are the coolest characters in the game. They're just not as good as the ones I'm putting above them. So we yeah. never do this. We never, ever, ever do this. Uh, I'm going to put both lists on the screen best I can, right? And obviously, people have uh, people have seen the lists as they lie. Um, I'm going to cover our dumb face for just oh, a minute. Oh, yeah, totally good. So my question is, chat, you are here. Whose list is better? Oh. Tim Andrews. Oh, we're putting a poll up? Um, okay. I'm putting a poll up. Uh, I need to make it higher so it's up on the top frame whose list is better one for tam two for andrew i'm gonna vote for Um, myself i would i would love to know how you guys uh how you guys feel um all in all if you i mean these videos are gonna be out yours might your tier list video might be out very soon um like oh, it's so going out right now right um it should be coming out sometime later tonight i have it hidden while hd processes but like as soon as the hd is done sure i think it's funny by the way someone said i'm andrew pilled and then voted for tam damn right Crazy. Uh, i uh i i Make sure you go and give those videos a, a, a watch because we go into an in-depth idea, an in-depth conversation of um, what is going on with with like our thought process on each of these, right? Um, yeah. Make content and I'll vote for you. No shot. I'm sorry. I know we're not supposed to read chat. I actually have a That's video. Good. I have a one video coming out, Tam. I'll let you. I'll let everyone who's here for the live podcast get a sneak peek at it. Um, because I've been doing so much Ojiro 2, do you remember when Phil did like the fighting against meta videos or whatever? Like when he was doing content, he was doing those like, hey, here's a meta character, here's what they do. I know you don't watch no, content, but, but that's what Phil but, was doing. But No, but it, it, tell me about it. <laughs> so essentially he would just take a character and he would just kind of loosely go over what they're doing that's so powerful, how to get away with meta, yeah. Um, what they were doing that was extremely powerful and like what you could be doing against those characters. Uh, the only character I can really do that with right now is Ojiro 2. I haven't, I've explored the other top characters a little bit, but like I can do that with Shigaraki 3. There's a handful or whatever. Um, but I have a video I'm going to do with Ojiro 2 and why I think he is so problematic. Like why I okay. think he is such an issue right now. Um, because I know some people are just like, oh, but he's got to have all the zones. Not if you have 24 or less health. He just needs to have two of them and just needs to string out because all of his attacks. Re- yeah. But anyway, yeah. One of the videos I'm, I'm going to work on is going to be like a why I think that character is so problematic right now. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I have a uh, since we're doing stuff. I'm currently in the process of like one of my one of my as soon as I find t- 
time or if I somehow can find inspiration in the middle of the day to like do work. Um, I'm planning on doing a like how to play series for all the LOV characters and then how to play for like going backwards in time mm. of like um, it kind of kind of like what I did for those channel fireball videos, but maybe like a little more in depth and like I'm going to see if I can like find somebody in the community that wants to like actually edit them and like like make them look really, really nice. Um, use like screenshots from the from the show and shit. Um, yeah, I, I, it's 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 a project, but I think um, it's a it's big. It's very very big. Um, honestly, it's like when we go to the uh, when we go to the uh, like how to do Jasco's job. It's like I want this is a thing that I would want Jasco to do. Like as soon as the like like there's no reason that these videos shouldn't be already being made right now for set five. Of like as soon as they come out here's these big in-depth videos of here's how you here's how you play the characters from your new set put them out as your as your previews come out um yeah but there it is oh also did you uh did you see that unfun stuff got a uh got a regional or the the Insta provisionals yeah the Insta provisionals yeah i saw that he's got he's gonna three try of them. one he's trying to do one online one of them are, is going to be online yeah which is yeah. so so cool. He did. He Chris did not have to do that even a little bit. We got three uh, of them, looks, and none of them are going to be online. Yeah. Well, you don't do online tournaments, so yeah, that makes so. sense. The tie with yeah, the tie. How are we going to do the name next week? With that said, oh, we'll keep it as you. It's it's right, the right. Andre and Monkey Show. Right. Um, with that said, with that said, thank you guys for for watching the podcast. Um, if you have topics, because today's topic was very very hard to do. Um, if you have topics, uh, leave them over in the uh over in my Discord, uh the the Tam Cardwell Discord. Uh, I'd love to uh see you guys there. Yeah, and before um, Tam sends you all off into to to, to gamer jail, go over to unfunstuff.com. Use code Andrew or Tam Card. Save five percent on your order. You can uh, you can save some money. You can support us. You can support Chris Bromley, which is the much more important part. He's doing a lot for the community, and he lets us use his name as part of the show. Uh, sometimes I say it's an unfun stuff sponsored podcast when I remember. So you know that's that's <laughs> that's really nice of him. So hey. um, otherwise, we will uh, we'll catch you guys later. Thanks. Mwah.